0: Welcome to ChineseTrack.com, your progressive Mandarin course.
1: Hello everyone, and welcome to the first lesson, Teaching Mandarin Chinese. My name is Adam. I will be your host for much of the series. Now, our course is a little different from other courses in that it is progressive. What that means is that each lesson continues where the previous one left off. So as we teach you new words, we're going to use them in later lessons. This also means that in later lessons, the amount of English being spoken will slowly be reduced while the amount of Chinese spoken increases. So, for example, right now I'm the one introducing the lesson, but in the future it will be our Chinese speakers doing the introduction. Don't worry, however, since there are a couple of rules that we follow. Apart from the new words taught in each lesson, we're only allowed to use Chinese taught in earlier lessons within the lesson. This way you'll be forced to review what was taught earlier. That is also why I'm only speaking in English now, because we haven't taught you any Chinese yet. So there are no Chinese words available for me to use. Now, when we refer to the Chinese language on this podcast and on our website, we are indeed referring to the Mandarin version of Chinese, which is the most common version of the language. With more than 800 million native speakers around the world, it is by far the most spoken language out there, so we hope that by listening regularly to our podcasts, you will be able to converse with other Mandarin Chinese speakers wherever you are. Now with me today is our co-host, who will be with us throughout the course.
0: Hello, everyone. My name is Kiran from Taiwan. Thank you for listening.
1: Okay, thank you, Kiran. I think we're ready to get started here. We'll begin with some basics about the Chinese language. Now the biggest difference between Chinese and English is that Chinese is a tonal language. There are four tones that are used to distinguish words from each other. Really, that's the key to learning the language, for if you can master these four tones, you've mastered the hardest part of learning Chinese. In English, even if you change tones, the general meaning of a word is still the same. For example, with the word pig, you could say pig, 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 and pig and they'd all be referring to the same thing. In Chinese, though, if you were to use the word for pig, and used those same four different tones, you'd actually be saying four completely different words with completely unrelated meanings, as you'll hear in a moment. Now, because it's so important to get these tones right, I highly encourage our listeners to try and repeat the Chinese words as you hear them. We leave a pause for you to do just that. If it's not possible for you to repeat the words out aloud... Try to do so in your mind. It will make a big difference in the long run. I'll now proceed to describe the four tones with Kiran helping me to sound them out. Now, how do you say pig in Chinese, Kiran? Now, that's the first tone, which is a high tone. Please repeat that for us again, Kiran. Alright, now that just happens to be the word for pig in Chinese. The second tone is a rising tone. Kiran will now demonstrate the second tone with our example. Zhu. Okay, one more time. Zhu. Now that means bamboo. So you can see the difference between Zhu and Zhu. Imagine if you're in a restaurant and you're trying to order meat from a pig but you instead asked for meat from a bamboo. That might be a little embarrassing, wouldn't it? Now the third tone is what we call a falling rising tone. How does that sound, Kieran? All right, again. Okay, and that means to cook. So wow, completely different meaning again. Now it's sometimes hard to differentiate between the rising, the second tone, and the falling rising, the third tone. Now one difference is that the third tone usually lasts a bit longer. So listen to the two tones again and see if you can hear the difference. So first you have the second tone. And then the third tone. So I hope you can hear the difference there. The latter is definitely just a bit longer. Now the fourth tone is a falling tone. How does that go, zhu all right, can we hear it again? Zhu. Great, and that is the verb to live. Isn't that interesting? So let's repeat the four tones again a couple of times each so we can distinguish between them. Again, please try and say these words out aloud or in your head just so you can get the feel for the different tones. So the first tone was a high tone.
0: Zhu. Zhu.
1: The second tone was the rising tone. The third tone was the falling rising tone. And the fourth tone was the falling tone. Excellent. So as you can see from the great difference in meaning between those, how important it is to master those tones. Don't worry, though, we'll let you know which tones we're using for all new vocabulary introduced until you get to the level where you're comfortable enough to determine for yourself. So as long as you try to repeat the words exactly as you hear them, it shouldn't cause too much trouble in the long term. Now, before we go, Kieran, why don't you pick a few Chinese words and pronounce them for us? We will then try and identify which tone 1 to 4 they are.
0: Okay. 起, 起.
1: So do you know what tone that was? That was the third tone, falling rising. Let's try another one.
0: Ting Ting
1: So what tone does that sound like? It was the first tone high. Let's try another one. 看. So that was the fourth tone, falling. And let's do one more. And that was the second tone, rising.
0: Thanks for listening to this lesson. For transcripts, review activities and more, sign up for an account at ChineseTrack.com. 再见!